listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Went to Carvel to get a milkshake. This honey ripped me off for all my loot cakes. The car, oh yeah, there's money in my jacket. Somebody broke it to my ride of cold, macked it. Your tip, I tell you, man, the devil's trying it. But I'm gonna stay strong cause I ain't buying it. Tonight I'm taking Sherry out. I don't have jack to wear. You know I gotta stuck dipped in the, I gotta look dipped in the fresh gear. Cool, I found something now. I ironed it. Then I caught up in the phone. Shit, I'm frying it. Will somebody tell me what I did to deserve this? Think I'll pull out my suit for Sunday service. My little brother wants Barney Cool. I'm getting it. Took him down to KB. They ain't selling it. Here we go with the crying. Yo, we throwing fits. My blood pressure's rising up. I can't take the shit. Finally got what he wanted. Now he good to go. Again, the ride was smashed. Where's my radio? One time the car was in the shop. I had the ball, see? They had no mercy on the car. They almost killed me. Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm going to smack her up. I got these tickets to the Knicks and she go stood me up. I need to hit the honey off. Jerobe passed the phone. Pull out my book of hoes. Oh, yo, Sheila's home. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtails podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Almost at the end of the week uh busy week uh last night i did record a uh spoiler movie review as promised for superfly and i got my man tone from the firestarter podcast so uh make sure y'all check out their podcast make sure if you're premium you check out that episode we had fun y'all uh, sound like y'all did yeah well you know tony tone's a very funny dude anyway and then yes he is um we just vibing on that nigga shit you know we like the same kind of things about the movie thought the same kind of stuff was funny so that's always a good time you know um but yeah make sure y'all check all that stuff out we appreciate y'all pregame and balls deep of course tomorrow morning uh 10 a.m so we should see some of you guys there uh it's gonna be a long day tomorrow i'm we may or may not do the night the show wednesday night we'll see i'm planning on doing it but just letting y'all know i'm tired um (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah you you can find us uh all these places the blackoutis.com itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews everybody leaves five star review we appreciate that make them nice and we'll read them on the air that's that simple um and uh what else oh you can leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 make sure it's two minutes or less and we'll check it out um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and today's podcast is brought to you by nobody let's just get into the show all kinds of stuff is happening okay um i don't even know where to start um just kind of feel random today um uh so oh i know i'll do some random thoughts that's what i'll do okay there's just a few of them okay bear with me guys um still waiting on rachel dolezal to come back and lead us to the promised land anybody seen rachel dolezal it has been a time for black people for the last however long she has been out of commission and i'm waiting on her to put on her super weave and get out here and get the leading the people i mean clearly we need black leaders okay um that could have been her on full stage getting the bet award last night but she gave up too quick so come finish your biopic boo okay um i was wearing my black twitter csi shirt i don't know how many of y'all have bought black twitter csi shirts as black people in america mm-hmm. that listen to the show i bought one okay um and if you know the logo for black twitter csi it kind of looks like a sheriff's badge it does and it comes in gold um uh, and if you have like a black shirt and with the gold on there 
um so i was playing ball at the ymca and i'm leaving and white people were being so fucking friendly y'all like they were stopping and waving at me oh shit i had my headphones in like this old lady like got in front of me and was like hey bye you have a good day i'm like what the fuck is going on now when i came in i just had a regular shirt on but you know afterwards i'll leave you know in a, in a dry shirt or whatever and that was the one i had and like multiple people you know i went got something to eat people like oh hey you know i went to the store i'm like damn people just like stopping and making sure they get my eye contact i had my headphones in just to nod and i realized i think they thought my shirt had something to do with the police mm-hmm. now i didn't notice that black people were being less friendly or anything so maybe they i don't know if they could read i don't know but i don't think any of these white people knew it was black twitter csi Mm-mm. uh on that shirt i think they thought it was like sheriff's department or something. Yeah, yeah i'm surprised didn't nobody tell you thank you for your service like somebody said in the chat thank you for your service i mean i don't look like a police officer in any way shape or form so i don't know it's like they must have just thought i was a nigga that bought the shirt or something i mean i could have got it from salvation army out for all they know but i mean i don't think they thought of, i don't know what they thought honestly what i just know they were stopping to be like hey god hey sir hey you right um I've been watching a lot of Food Network uh over the past few days. Yes, um, you have touched my soul. And um one uh this is what um HD TVs are made for. Mhm. Looking at delicious food. I love it. Roger, you watching that shit again? <laughs> he just leave the room. He look disgusted guys now let's be honest y'all know me <laughs> y'all have listened to this show for eight years some y'all when have I, I, I ever walked up in the room and said you watching this shit again and stormed out on karen <laughs> I, that d- doesn't even make sense don't <laughs> that, don't put your ease, don't put your insecurities feeling. <laughs> don't put them insecurities on me have I, me sounding like ike turn up in here i have never in my life <laughs> had a problem with we have three tvs in here they all got hd i will walk in another I room judged. That, that's on you that i never said a word not a single word this is how them lies start <laughs> um but yeah so uh but i just turned it on randomly um saturday and they had a lot of marathons on one mm-hmm. was called like either fish to dish or dish to fish one of the two it was just a white dude in his house alone mm-hmm. with the camera making making fish over and over and then like he was making like fucking three dishes every 30 minutes it wasn't even like he was making like one dish the whole time he'd be Mm -hmm. like we're gonna do this with the salmon then we're gonna take this we're gonna put it in that with these spices that that's how they start like i like uh i won't say contessas uh she has like a barefoot contessa yes i've heard of her yeah uh she's one of my favorites yeah i i just watched that dude and then i watched the driver dining something yes driving so i don't know what the that, fuck that shit was called. he goes across that's that guy fieri i think yeah I yeah that, right yeah and he actually goes all across the country and like the places he is i'll be like oh my god how did you find these hole in the wild place some of them some of them are real nice some of them are like how did you find this place yeah so i, I watched him and uh he was actually good um i even watched that with mute on um but th- like they have a lot of stuff where he just goes to people's um like these establishments and they just show show him how they make their signature dishes in the back oh that um, shit be looking so good yeah and they were kind of like some hole in the wall places mm-hmm. you know what i mean to a certain extent but you know the kind of places <clears throat> when you live somewhere everybody there knows about them but mm-hmm. um 
if you don't live there you might not know about it so he was doing that and that was cool yeah they didn't wonder the chicken coop yeah yeah i I can believe it man like that's a place we know about locally but if you're visiting town you might not know about it Mm -hmm. um and then um i didn't now i i know a lot of people recommended this stuff to me but i'm not a fan of these um i don't like the cooking competition shows oh like the chopped and stuff like that yeah i'm not a fan of that at all cooking as competition seems kind of whack to me i get (laughs) i get that you put something as a competition and people will be excited and 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 there's game show elements and i'm not knocking other people's lord knows i don't it's just my opinion i'm not trying to start no shit but i don't like those shows and i wouldn't watch them myself um so i um but i do like the ones where they're just like a it's kind of therapeutic to watch somebody just kind of making something Mm -hmm. um in their um kitchen by themselves or you know making a dish for somebody to eat or some shit like that that's uh that's kind of cool and and i've always wondered like some of those shows like how they cut it because i'll be like well when you're in your house it ain't that smooth like they have like smooth transition so you know somebody's cutting and chopping because one day uh one scene you see them you're like chopping the onion next scene you see them throwing it in the pan like it's like when i'm at the house it's like a lot of steps between that and and so it's really actually neat uh sometimes i think they use tricks because you can actually see certain things happening when i'm like when i'm at the house it don't look like that it don't look that pretty well you know my thing is i like to watch the different cooking techniques more so for me to incorporate into what i already do i don't really like to watch to follow their steps as far as like i want to make this specific dish i watch it like oh when i make you know i have some salmon in there when i make that shit i'm gonna um throw some um chives on top of it i knew i would have never thought of that you know oh he used mustard to make the 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 herbs stick to the to the salmon when he baked it so that they didn't fall off or whatever you know shit like that that i might not have thought about you know maybe little techniques like oh you can keep you know when you're searing your fish you can put it flip it this way and then it you can keep everything kind of intact as opposed to flipping it that way little that's the kind of stuff i'm looking for because i don't I, I like to more of the techniques and like oh that's how you do that you know what i'm saying kind of feeling yeah and for me <laughs> for me i didn't learn how to actually cook cook until i was in college so uh for me i learned watching those channels i learned what a roux is um my family been doing you know people been doing roux for years but i didn't know the technical word was a roux mm-hmm. and so it was nice to actually find what those techniques was and i think the funniest thing for me was that uh they kept saying uh use a dutch oven and i was like i don't have a dutch oven what the fuck is a dutch oven i thought it was a special type of oven so i thought certain recipes i find online i couldn't make come to find out one of the cooks was like yeah a dutch oven and i was like i got that pot at the house and i was like what the fuck how did i not know because the pot is called a dutch oven so i was like it's a certain it's because you know you have a toaster oven if it's an oven i'm thinking oven oven not a type of pot yeah i mean with youtube and stuff a lot of times if i get stuck on a step in a recipe i just do that like that's how i found out what, how to make a roux was youtube i just go on there and they're like this is how you make it i still feel like i'm not good at it because i always feel like i'm gonna make it too um too dark and burn it and ruin it 
and then i always make it not dark enough every fucking time it's ridiculous like i get paranoid and i'm like oh i'm fucking this room up it's dry as shit it's not nothing it's terrible because oh, you don't really know how to work it. yeah it's, it's so yeah i mean i just know from youtube what I, they told me you I, know and it, then i and even when i watch them do it right i still in my mind in my mind i'm like nope i'm fucking this up i this is enough and then people then i take a picture of my gumbo or some shit people be like oh you fucked up the root didn't you i'm like it's delicious but yes i fucked it up <laughs> it's a it's a technique to doing uh like or actually the traditional definition of the roux where you kind of got your your flour and your your butter and all that old water whatever you do to at the bottom uh and and yes you can burn it then for a lot of people they use like a whisk to actually reduce like the burning and stuff like that and it's, it's little techniques i guess i've kind of learned over time because a lot of times a roux is similar to a gravy you know what i mean that, that the foundation it's not a great it's similar to a gravy but it's it's the foundation of a gravy to me yeah so anyway i was watching all this shit and i had a couple of thoughts about cooking number one i cannot believe i'm the first person to think of this or maybe someone thought of this and they just didn't um they just haven't it just wasn't appeasing appealing to the eye why don't they have a mouth camera i mean they have all these cameras on the cooking show but the true experience that i want to get at home is when they eat that shit how delicious is it you know i want to see how falling off the bone that roast is and i can only truly tell if i can see you know the first bite like you don't have to show me him chewing and swallowing i don't need to see all that you know gross shit but just like a camera from like right behind like where the molars are almost to just the first bite just the when i can go that looked delicious you know i don't know why that hadn't existed yet <coughs> um so get on that cooking channels i don't know if i want that why not i didn't say you have to show the gross chewing stuff just the first bite they could actually set up a fake mouth that's not even a human mouth like just teeth and then they show like a like the the teeth chomp down on whatever it is so i can be like okay that looks soft and flaky and juices popped out I, I, you know I like saying, almost like a close-up because depending yeah. on the show some of them actually do do like a close-up of them actually putting it in their mouth yeah but it's not no that's from the wrong one that's from the outside looking in i don't want to do that i want to be from the i want to be from the inside looking out like i want to experience it like i bit it <laughs> i don't know why that we haven't had we have all kinds of like body cameras and shit why don't we have the mouth cam at this point you know i if anything you think porn would have invented this by already but i mean maybe food yeah. network can what, do it what special kind of yeah you would have it could be a person because you would need something where they wouldn't choke or swallow it yeah i mean if it's not a person i mean you could put like a as small as cameras get now i'm sure there's a way there's anyway there's a way that's all i'm saying <laughs> um and then the last thing is when i was watching all this i was thinking um they should do a sequel to ratatouille except the rat is controlling a black dude and he's cooking in a trap house that would be lit mm-hmm ratatouille too some people was calling it gatatouille trap trapatouille <laughs> people were contributing ideas online uh to, but i would love to watch you know just for like the shootout uh he could have a scene where he controlling while he rapping he could be a trap rapper too and also you know he could be whipping up you know all of the uh whipping up the lean on the stove 
mm-hmm. um listening to migos and shit and the, and the rat is controlling them i mean Te- teaching them how to do it right right i mean why not is 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 that too 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 black for pixar i don't see why not Mm-mm. i'm just saying yep migos could do the soundtrack anyway these are my thoughts so let's get into the show <laughs> all kinds of stuff is happening um most of it bad uh the supreme court rules that faith-based pregnancy centers um they support them now and um they uh let's see yeah they require they rule to block the enforcement of a california law that requires faith-based crisis pregnancy centers to notify patients that the state offers subsidized medical care including abortions in a five to four decision get used to that number fucking five to fucking five to four kills me on the ballot but y'all care about women fucking protested and protested and protested when it was obama's pick to (laughs) the person died Mm -hmm. well the second person merrick garland didn't die they just stalled it right um but yeah the justice said the disclosure rule likely amounts to a compelled speech that violates the first amendment the court did not strike down the california law but sent the case back to lower courts with instructions that enforcement of key provisions be immediately blocked while the legal challenge continues um so so pregnancy centers that strongly oppose abortion um will no longer have to notify women that the procedure is an option for so i don't know how that's going to work in uh practice but this is the supreme court we have right they also voted today to uphold the trump's uh muslim travel ban something that he promoted heavily as being anti-muslim of course he didn't write that on the sheet of paper when he submitted the law for the third time um and the supreme court basically upheld it and even he was surprised on twitter he put supreme court upholds trump travel ban wow um yeah i i think this is uh this this is not a surprise as far as um this is everything that people said was on the ballot in 2016 that's all i can say it's everything obama said it's everything hillary said it's everything michelle obama told y'all it's everything it's everything that was on the ballot this is the country we have um i don't expect the people who were so vocal um about and adamant about i'll never vote for this and no lesser two evils i don't expect them to say a fucking thing because they haven't been um i expect the republicans and the people who voted for trump to be excited and rejoice 2016 was all hands on deck and this is this is the end result of people wanting to do part-time work and claim full-time glory come on um so yeah um this is just the beginning right like this is just the beginning um so um all the stuff that's happening right now that's in the news it'll eventually be at that supreme court doorstep too i mean people will challenge it legally to be like you can't separate kids from their moms and shit it'll work its way up there and 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 know that the rulings will not be in favor you know know that the rulings will be like hey do what you do and they basically said the, the obviously the dissenting opinion uh uh i think judge sotomayor wrote it which was essentially like this is a racist and anti-islamic 
band he clearly promoted it as a muslim band any reasonable person viewing his comments and this law know what it is and justice roberts basically wrote a uh uh i think he was the one who wrote the opinion that was like yeah um he got the power to do it so that's the end of it the only thing we're ruling on is if he has the power to enforce it and the answer is yes it doesn't matter if it's violates the country's uh principles and he got he the president he gets to be the king that's it so um yeah a lot of people have been very hurt by this a lot you know people been talking all day about it and stuff it's just been draining it's just been another another thing that a lot of us can't really control or do anything about in our personal lives that we had a big chance to do something about two years ago and this chicken chickens coming home to roost yes and that's why um like i said i'm i'm to the point to where um i've drawn my line on certain things and and say what you want to if you didn't vote don't complain i i don't want to hear a motherfucking thing you got to say i hate to be that person but mm-mm, i don't want him nothing you got to say if you said both sides were the same i don't want him nothing you got to say i i just don't you know i'm 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 i'm, I'm to the point to where uh there's no room for discussions and debates anymore there's no rooms for i'm still undecided and all this other bullshit that people are putting out there people have made their decisions and the um everything that's happening now is based off of the decisions that people made in 2016 yeah man i like honestly i just i feel bad because i tried to understand and empathize with people in 2016 as much as i could and i kind of held my tongue on a lot of shit that i thought was ultimately stupid strategically and i just held it to like look i can only control my vote i can only control what i think and it's still true to this day i don't want to blame other black people for the problems of a country that essentially put us in a in a, in a horrible situation in the first place but all that being aside like there's there's facts and there's feelings and they don't always line up nope. i get how people feel and i'm not trying to admonish them for having feelings because a lot of times i feel the same way but to make an illogical conclusion from the fucking feelings that you have and from the facts that lay before us i cannot pretend that that has equal weight and that your opinion is equally as valid i cannot because i would not do that for some fucking republican shill i wouldn't do that for some fucking racist white person whether they were liberal races or conservative races i wouldn't do that so i'm gonna do the fucking i have to have the integrity to be honest and be like yo some people think stupid shit when it comes to politics and because we are in a situation where via social media and our own platforms everybody gets to have an opinion and have a say and motherfuckers rally around and shit it it can be destructive i just want to believe in with my heart of hearts that that group of people is very small and that they were very loud in 2016 but ultimately they ended up sounding like the russian bots like they they said the same thing the same things that russians paid facebook to say is what some niggas said for free and the only disrespect i have for them is that they didn't even get a check you did the fucking work of evil for nothing 
so it you know i get that people want to sound woke and yeah 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 but you got what you asked for and i don't see the work you know because keep in mind people said this is gonna be good and we're gonna get in the streets and we're gonna do this and it's gonna cause people to fight back and we're gonna organize and we're gonna march and i'm like where's where are y'all and they're quiet as hell they're not talking about this shit right or they just go i'm sad too but it's like nigga this what you said was gonna happen and that you were ultimately ready to see come to pass and you not out here talking about see this what i meant this what i wanted because now you got to watch people suffer and you don't want to be affiliated with that you want all the credit for the quote-unquote wins you want all credit for everybody's for the victories but when it comes to these losses this niggas is back on the bench reading their playbook it's just disgusting and i don't know how i'm supposed to look at you and respect you after this i don't know how i'm supposed to see the world burn and you holding a fucking match and be like yeah i come on back you know what i mean so i just lost so much respect for people and i can't i did too it is eroding it didn't start this way and i tried my best to keep um a modicum of respect and understanding and empathy for everybody but every day that i watch the country get worse it is hard to look at other people and be like you were complicit in this but it's okay it's actually not okay Mm-mm. you know what i mean we 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 had a chance to fight that all this shit is just the, the the consequences of the l that we took and we're gonna take another l at this rate because people still like most things can't admit they were fucking wrong it doesn't matter if they were proven wrong they can't admit they were wrong because pride is more important than the fucking truth they say pride coming before going before fall like that's what the fuck is happening this the fall and we're gonna keep falling because motherfuckers still pride for all the way down that fall but uh um like oh back as an update um you know i told you yesterday about the whole civil war thing and how people was on my twitter and shit right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i had time so last night you know for some reason even after i muted the tweet some asshole came through and was like still trying to like be like how this nigga don't know that you know civil war means between citizens so i just went ahead and made a thread and broke it down and i went and found this article something i already knew existed by the way because i do read i do know what the fuck i'm talking about i normally just if i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i normally just either leave it to jokes or stay out of it that's kind of my thing you know but if i know what the fuck i'm talking about even if i'm making a joke i still know what the fuck i'm talking about it's not a mistake anyway so um i went and found a passage from this uh one article um i can't remember what if it was the atlantic or what but do you know that as a country we didn't start using the term civil war to refer to the traitorous insurrection of the southern states until 1907 did you know that Mm -mm. right the civil war is not some immutable term that has always existed it's pr spin on a fucking traitorous uh um on treachery on treacherous white people who seceded from the united states and, and 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 denounced their citizenship but nobody fucking reads because they were told some stupid shit in, in civics 101 or united states history, u.s history in fucking seventh grade and they just never thought about it they never thought about it and that's 
that's the kind of shit that it is funny because yesterday was a microcosm of the shit i'm talking about it was a lot of people in my mentions that were dead fucking wrong but there was enough of them sucking each other off that they felt like yeah we right we showed him you actually didn't show me shit and you know how many people came through and apologized yo one white dude called me a hotel this white man is from canada one you white two you from canada three you you know take that word out of your mouth you clearly don't know how to use it but but you know how many fucking people apologize after i was like well this is actually the exact reason that i'm right and why y'all wrong because they don't care none one half-ass apology from the dude from canada in my in my dms not in public and it was hey ah if i was out of line there my bad or whatever you was calling me a hoe keep that same energy keep that same energy and i don't see people keeping that same energy from 2016 on the hey susan sarandon uh the bernie bus crowd the um this is fine with the fire around us dog people they everybody's quiet as fuck you don't see mark lamont hill coming through like on some mm-mm you like you see people trying to lie i seen sean king try to try out a lie i seen mark lamont hill try to try out that lie on some i wasn't really saying that shit yes you were i just it didn't i we're gonna do this fucking type of show so many times this year and over the next two years and you just better get fucking used to it because every time i'm mad i'm gonna remember that shit because we needed them i know we can't reach the white people that voted for trump i know we can't i know we can't reach the white working class people i know we can't even really reach a lot of these white moderate motherfuckers that will just coast on privilege through the the suffering of all the black and brown people women and lgbtq folks i know that but a lot of black people sold us the fuck out to keep it real on for retweets and, and shit like that and that was super whack and it just makes me mad to know that we were literally seventy thousand votes from this and you still blaming the candidate when everybody told you this it's like eating your greens nobody wants to fucking do it but everybody told us to eat our greens every time something like this happens i really can go find a youtube clip of hillary clinton barack obama and michelle obama telling you this is what will happen if this man is elected please go vote and no and the motherfuckers didn't care motherfuckers did not care anyway um that was sad to see today and i can't imagine how anyone feels hope in this country specifically if you're at the border right now and your kid may or may not be absconded from you why do you think this country the country that let this happen is gonna fix this shit all the people protesting getting arrested wasting their goddamn time they wasting their time because this country will never have the fortitude to get up there and go vote and do and change some shit they don't believe in that no more you know they like they're not because see this is the thing they're not anarchists they're lazy it's a big difference it looks the same on the outside like ooh, anarchy no lazy you don't want to work you don't want to do the little shit you have to do every day to be good at something you know it's like starting a podcast but being like i'm the sound quality i'm not gonna do no research for the show um not you know what who cares if it's live or not 
the, it'll be up when it gets up i don't give a fuck how it gets to itunes i hey that's psh, i hope if people listen i'm just gonna put the shit on the tape recorder people come by my house and listen they can listen it's that and then we call it anarchy but you're not really an anarchist you're not really a revolutionary you're not really radical you're just fucking lazy it's easy to sit home and be like i don't want no blame because i will invest no part of myself in the fucking uh in the well-being of anyone even myself sometimes fuck out of my face (sighs) anyway let's talk about other stuff um did you know karen a six-figure salary is considered low income in san francisco because it's expensive as fuck out there Mm-hmm. it's expensive as hell out there i believe that shout out to so, Nick Jew. right so imagine the people that make five figures or four figures <laughs> shout out to nick Jew. uh the bay area is so expensive that earning 117,400 dollars a year qualifies you as low income in some counties um to be considered low income in san francisco san mateo and martin counties a family of four must earn one hundred seventeen thousand four hundred dollars a year very low income is considered seventy three thousand or below mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't paying attention but the cost of just living gets expensive and more expensive and more expensive they did a study i forgot what article said and they said the minimum wage in America, you can't afford a two-bedroom apartment anywhere in this country off of a one minimum wage in our job. What are you supposed to do? Um, like, I guess you have to leave, right? I mean, yeah, this is how gentrification and, works. Right. Who, be- who can afford to live here? Right, because and it happens a lot, uh, and it's slowly happening to this city, too, in Charlotte, uh where the cost of living goes up and up and up and up and up and up and up you lose affordable housing nobody wants to build homeless shelters you know domestic centers fade away um and instead of the the things that the community needs you get shit the community don't need and a lot of the people uh, that come into these communities, a lot of times aren't, they're not from these areas. They don't give a fuck about these areas. They're just bringing their money and their influence, and they don't care about the people that was there before them. They erased the culture. They erased the history, and they rebrand it and rename it something new. And it's very frustrating. That's why for a lot of big, big cities, nobody lives in Washington, D.C. Nobody lives in New York City. You know, nobody lives in, like, certain areas. Everybody lives on the outskirts of those areas and bust into those areas. Why? Because the cost of living is so fucking high, nobody can afford to live there. Um, all right, I'm going to play something for you. You tell me if you recognize this song, Karen. Um, um. <laughs> what you said? Woke up in the morning, broke all my chains. Money's my language, but I'm nobody's slave. Open my eyes, see the crabs in the barrel. Cause I'm on a rise, an American pharaoh. I'm young and 
and I'm black in America. They try to attack and embarrass us. Y'all don't want your daughters to. You recognize that song? I think I do. Well, I've never heard that song before okay. by that artist. I don't know who that artist is. Okay. But uh, it sounds similar to. Oh, to this in America. It sounds similar. Mm-hmm. To this is America. Yes. All right. But but so I, but I've never heard that artist. Okay. So that's your first time hearing the song? Yeah, that was my first time hearing that song. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, that has been um something that's been going around on social media. People think Donald Glover stole "This Is America" from this song. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's weird because I listen to it, and I don't know if it's because I listen to more music or more. I mean, rap and trap it, shit it sounds similar but not exact yeah it i don't know like it didn't it, i think it's the fact that he said america and the fact that he used the um the afro beat the the like hum dum hum that shit i think people just like yep same song and to me i'm like i don't it don't sound like the same song to me but no it don't no like i said the hearing that and hearing this is america like once you start layering all the layers to it mm-hmm. like behind it they sound like two completely different songs like once once you start getting into all the beats and all that stuff yeah it sounds like trap mixed with with afrobeat but um anyway uh people were saying donald glover stole this song um from uh from uh it wasn't jace haley um and i'll play some of this is america if you guys want to hear hear it too <laughs> like i don't know if i'm tripping or not i really do not hear yeah yeah like i said once you start like layering all the beat like it once you start really like layering and getting all those beats they sound like two completely different songs now i'll wait for the beat to drop because i think that's the part people think sounds familiar but like even on this part i'm like i I don't hear it but i'm not trying to discredit the part i mean he doesn't it doesn't seem like the dude think it's stolen but still people were trying to say it is and you know agenda's gonna agenda so correct some people been trying to figure a way out that donald glover ain't shit so this is like fits into their wheelhouse this is america don't catch you slipping now don't catch you slipping now look what i'm whipping now this is america like i i don't think i'm tripping but it sound mad it sound mad different to me but maybe this is my yanni laurel moment because you know it's like the one joint is like dum 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 and this is like I don't, I don't know. Us, but they let us dick, so I tear it up. Got a wedded and mariners. Half a society scared of us. My nigga, I'm young with no barriers. So if you owe me money, just. Police 
killed my best friend, they shot him dead. I do not forgive, I do not forget. My life is a cliff and I'm by the ledge. And in less than a moment, a lot is said. But if you don't know me, do not allege. Like, it just, I don't know. That joint sound like something Donald Glover would have sounded like four years ago, five years ago, maybe. Like, rapping and shit. But I don't know. Donald shit is more like, uh, kind of like how 7 Eleven was for Beyonce. Where it's not really a, his song song he not really rapping on it you know it's like almost a whole song of course you know slipping now. don't catch you slipping now look what i'm whipping now this is america don't catch you slipping now look how i'm living now police be tripping now yeah this is america well anyway um uh apparently this is uh you know it's going viral on twitter people was like oh this nigga stole it i knew he did you know all this shit mm-hmm. um people who didn't like him anyway yeah to a lot of you know and, and the plus i mean it's the internet and correct if if, if whatever's funnier is gonna win yeah yeah and yeah, whatever's I'm, more I'm, spicy gonna win yeah i'm here for the jokes i'm right. you know i'm not anti-joke right so um at any rate um his music manager uh did respond he denied they copied anything he says the internet is a place of no consequences i hate that toronto academic slash every white um blogger can say something that's gospel and y'all take it uh this song is three years old we had a pro tools files to prove it but fuck you and your moms and your future fetuses stay blessed um (laughs) eddie eddie replied you asked for a comment from the label this is it at pitchfork um and then uh jay said he was humbled to be recognized as a uh inspiration uh for uh the song uh he says i feel extremely humbled to be recognized and labeled as one of the original inspirations for one of the most important pieces of music and visual art of our time i appreciate all the love and support but please don't let this controversy dilute the message me and that childish gambino are trying to convey we are, <laughs> i love how he slid right up in there like you know we worked on it together it's like it's both of ours uh we are speaking about injustices we've encountered and he's helped to provide a platform for all the voices to be heard let's not discredit him for that the focus should be on affecting change in our communities and building equality this is a bigger than me and him and bigger than music let's not lose focus uh and they put hashtag no one wins when the family feuds hashtag futurist so i guess he on some other shit with that i mean that's good that he can be positive like that but if he really feel like he got a case uh nigga a lawyer will take that shit for free if uh if he real about thinking he the inspiration um but yeah i mean but you know good on him uh that that's wild um and yeah i don't know they feel like different songs to me by the way i like both songs i think his shit is banging too um so yes that's a different type of production it reminds me of how when people say comedians steal jokes but they normally only mean it if they don't like the comedian it's like amy schumer steals jokes and then i watched that whole i mean i i i think we may have even played it on the show but i definitely watched the whole thing and i was like yeah i don't think y'all proved she stole jokes but other people that didn't like her was like this is conclusive evidence this bitch is a joke stealing motherfucker i'm like some of these jokes are literally just jokes anybody could have told like they like they're not so fucking unique to any one comedian that no other comic has a joke like this but you know once once the agendas are set it's 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 pretty much over um let's see what else we got here um i thought this was interesting read 
um this uh i actually related a lot to this uh it was on psychology today which uh once published a horrible article about something about black women being attractive remember that was it psychology today that did that i don't remember Uh, i just remember that episode like six years ago i was so mad anyway (laughs) and they said yeah yeah fuck them forever for that um anyway this came across my my facebook feed it was the 10 traits of impact that empathic people share um and i was like you know let me read this to see if it's true sometimes people say this stuff and i'm like i don't have that i don't have that maybe i'm not you know maybe they don't know what they're talking about but uh this one was kind of um true at least for me i think i was at least nine out of ten so number one empaths are highly sensitive empaths are naturally given spiritually open it open and good listeners if you want hard empaths have got it through thick and thin these world-class nurturers will be there for you but they can easily have their feelings hurt too empaths are often told that they're too sensitive and need to toughen up um uh, yeah i think the difference for me is i normally keep my sensitive shit to myself but we had a podcast so people know how i think now you know like i had something happen a day where i was just like let me hop off of facebook because this shit is ridiculous to me but maybe i'm being too sensitive you see what i'm saying so i'm like sometimes i back off of people simply because i don't want to deal with that energy at the time like and even with like my facebook feed my twitter feed and stuff all the shit happening in the world with this with the supreme court decision mm-hmm. that stuff gets to you and it just takes the just something very little to you be like all right i've had enough yeah it's like you know and maybe i should quote unquote toughen up but the problem is motherfuckers ain't gonna like the tough version of me anyway because because then i'm gonna be telling them about themselves and then that just leads to more fighting and all this shit it's just not worth it it's just easier to walk away than to like keep engaging people mm-hmm. um but number two empaths absorb other people's emotions i know this shit is true so i don't i mean if uh and it's not and the thing i have to always say is it's not always bad there's some emotions that are worse than others obviously uh exhaustion anger anxiety um negativity like those things are the worst and i end up talking about them more often but it also works the other way which i want to do a better job of talking about but when people are in a good mood when people are happy i absorb that too it can still kind of be exhausting because you're not it's not really your emotions you're just kind of reflecting and and all this shit and but but still um it's it's kind of a dope uh feeling uh to be in that euphoria as well but i normally only end up talking about when motherfuckers stress me the fuck out um empaths most empaths are introverted i mean that's pretty true for me uh to become overwhelmed in crowds can amplify which can amplify their empathy they tend to be introverted and refer one-on-one contact or small groups strum in my life when this thing is <laughs> even if an empath is more extroverted they may refer to limit how much time they spend in the crowd or at a party uh empaths are highly intuitive um they experience the world through their intuition it's important for them to develop their intuition and listen to their gut feelings about people thank you 2018 uh this help this helps empaths find positive relationships and avoid energy vampires which that's a true energy vampire people are attracted to empaths they, they are because uh a lot of times if you have high energy or people see positive energy some people they just come and they just suck it they just suck it out of you that's why a lot of times 
you have to limit the amount of time you're around people because they'll get you to the point where you don't have any energy for anybody else not even yourself yeah and honestly like they want what they want beyond what you can give correct you know and uh, and of course not just as an empath but as a person that is listening and wanting to like do whatever you want to help them feel better you want to help them get the attention that they think they need and stuff but i'm not capable of giving you know like a narcissist or a sociopath or a fucking um person that needs all their attention i'm not capable of satisfying that that craving you know and especially when there's more than one person like that you'll drive yourself insane Mm-hmm. uh which goes to number five empaths need time alone uh as super responders empaths find being around people to be draining so they periodically need time alone to recharge i i definitely need this a lot of times you know i do it while karen's at work or something um i'll just kind of chill around the house or something or you know i go out go to the store throw in some headphones um you know uh shop or something just kind of keeping that whole experience just for me you know read stuff like that um you know i like like i said for example empaths like to take their own cars when they go places so they can leave when they please nigga that's me mm-hmm. I, I would be like i'll meet you there in a heartbeat yeah my, my this dude that lives in our apartment complex was like hey man uh you play ball in the morning i was like sometimes he was like man we should go up there next friday i was like you know i might meet you up there he was like man we could probably drive together i was like absolutely not like i think it took him off guard because i was so i was so brutally honest in that moment like we were having a catching up conversation like hey no time no see buddy and he was like you can go up there together i said absolutely not not enough five in the morning and he was like all right then i guess i'll see you up there i was like i guess you will because i'm my black ass is not depending on nobody else right i said what if i gotta leave early that was like my exact words out of my mouth and here i am reading this shit like "Mm, that's that is what i said uh empaths can become overwhelmed in intimate relationships too much togetherness can be difficult for an empath so they may avoid intimate relationships deep down they're afraid of being engulfed and losing their identity for empaths to be an easy relationship the traditional paradigm for the couple must be redefined this was the only one i wasn't sure about but then i was like i don't know because i've only been with you since we were 16 so mm-hmm. i you know maybe it just doesn't i'm not as worried about it because you haven't stepped on any boundaries that i feel with like lose my identity whatever that means but i saw a lot of other people that Mm -hmm. were empaths on my page being like oh this is real as fuck i it's one of the reasons i avoid intimate relationships i can understand that yeah i don't even know what it means what do you think it means to lose your identity like everything about you is about them uh, you know like your whole life is golfed up in them and what they want to do and their hopes and their dreams and their aspirations mm. to the point where you begin to forget about your hopes and your dreams and your aspirations till all of a sudden the things that you used to do you don't do them no more oh. you kind of lose your like 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 lose who you were prior to the relationship oh, okay yeah like say like those people that do the thing where it's like i go to the bar on sunday and i watch games with my friends and then all of a sudden uh their girlfriend's coming every sunday and she hates the bar and she doesn't like your friends and, mm-hmm. and she, she wants the whole atmosphere and, right and then eventually she wants to leave she don't want you to be there mm-hmm. 
and and some people go along with that kind of and yeah that would be a huge fear of mine that yeah i could i can definitely relate to that you know yeah like there's certain things i do like if i go play basketball i never am like karen come to the gym with me and Mm -hmm. you know you can work out and i can play ball and i can do like i'm like no this is a thing i do for myself it doesn't involve you and it doesn't need to and i'm i'm completely fine with that and most of the time i'm not getting up that early i'm not even talking about getting up early it could just i mean when i used to play at night you Uh, you still would take your car and i take mine mm mm-hmm but I'll be like, I'm ready to go and I take my black ass home. So I think this just isn't an issue in our relationship, but mm-hmm. I can see how it would be an issue if you were the opposite way where it's like, oh, you're going to the gym, I'm going to the gym. Cause then I'm going to worry about when you want to leave, if you're bored, how long am I taking, if I want to leave before you want to leave, it's all kinds yeah, of shit. Yeah, unless it's an event where we're going, okay, we're both going to be doing this quote unquote activity together then you know like i said i don't mind that separate thing because now that could be draining wanting to constantly be around and cling and cleave Mm -mm. um and we do a lot of shit together but but i've never felt that feeling Mm -mm. of like i don't want to do this and here you come uh number seven empaths are targets for energy vampires and empath sensitivity makes them particularly easy marks for energy vampires those whose fear of rage can sap their energy and fear or rage can sap their energy and peace of mind these vampires may do more than drain the empath's physical energy especially dangerous ones such as narcissists who lack empathy and are only concerned with themselves can make empaths believe they're unworthy and unlovable mm, been there other vampires include the victim the chronic talker the drama queen and more yeah absolutely that's a hundred percent accurate yeah i've dealt with people all all of those groups i've dealt with yeah and now i i'm a talker i without any shadow of a doubt my husband though i can talk the motherfucking house down but i do listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there and i've dealt with co-workers and just other people people period but i have a i've realized that i've run across more women than men that have a tendency to do this Mm. where anytime you talk to them every time you bring something up they're not listening they just want to insert themselves so they can redirect the conversation back to them if you've done something they've done it too then they'll redirect the conversation back to them you know they every time you talk to them it's always about them it's always about their kids it's always about their husband it's always about you know i was doing this i was doing that i was going there you could be like well yeah i did this did, did, did. oh girl i did that too and next thing you know it's back on them again and you're like well damn i'm i, I thought once i pick up a person like is like that i don't say anything i just let them talk themselves out and when they run out of words they look at me i look at them i'll be like okay and then they leave because i don't want to have a one-person conversation you could have talked to the wild baby matter of fact let's do the five types of emotional vampires real quick because i because i like i said i've dealt with all these and i bet other people have too and you just didn't have a word for it and the thing is i'm learning and have gotten better at not engaging these people like when they start exhibiting these traits i'm like you know what i'm out like you do this by yourself because and if you don't like me for this this is on you like you need to address your own behavior i'm not gonna fight with you i'm not gonna call you out your name i'm just gonna note the behavior and be like i'm out right so here's the five types the narcissist that's the me first everything it's always about them 
they have a grandiose uh, sense of self-importance and entitlement they hog attention and they crave admiration they're dangerous because they lack empathy and have a limited capacity for unconditional love and if you don't do things their way they become punishing withholding a cold i have been there how to protect yourself keep your expectations realistic there are emotionally limited people try not to fall in love with one or expect them to be selfless or to love without strings attached never make yourself worth dependent on them or confide your deepest feelings to them to successfully communicate the hard truth is that you must show show how something will be to their benefit though it's better not to have to contend with the tedious ego stroking if the relationship is unavoidable this approach works yeah i just cut the motherfuckers out like you can keep all that shit to yourself it's not it's not it's not worth the engagement like i'll be your friend i'll never be your henchman right i'll be your friend yeah what won't have won't hate you won't be angry live your best life but but nah i'm not dealing with that number two the victim these vampires great on you with their poor me attitude the world is the whole world is against them it's their it's the reason for their unhappiness when you offer a solution to the problems they'll say yes but eventually you might end up screening your calls purposely avoiding them as a friend you may want to help but their tales will overwhelm you yeah i and i call them the 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 um violin people mm-hmm. i got family members like this every time they walk into a room all i hear is the violins playing mm-hmm. in the background as they talk because everything has happened to them and only them and nobody else but them they cat died they got arthritis it rained today you know a family member died they you know they caught a cold you know they just had surgery everything is just the worst thing ever and you're like come on now come on ain't nothing positive not a goddamn positive thing happened in your life every time i talk to you it is another sad love song honey i avoid those people because that's draining yeah i I think social media has introduced a lot of people like this that i wouldn't have known in regular life but i know via social media because you know everyone gets to craft their image and this is the one they put out which is something bad happened again to me today and something bad happened to me later and something bad happened when I went to the store and something bad happened with my apartment something bad happened with my pet and something bad happened with my relationship and something bad happened in my job and some and you like you just go through that thing you're like damn only bad shit happens to you or that's the only shit you tell people about and it does get you a certain type of attention like it's sympathy and all this stuff but I have also learned that you have to set limits with this shit too because you'll spend all day being like is everything okay i'm uh, wishing you the best you're in my thoughts all the fucking time ain't that many thoughts in the world you know mm-hmm. um and and i know the difference because i like i said I, i'm a talker so i've engaged all types of people so for me i've probably i, I guarantee you everybody on this list i've come across at some period of my life i think we all have and and i think that uh the older i get the more i recognize the traits quicker right you see when, the pattern right when i was younger i didn't know so a lot of those people took a full-fledged advantage of me and my uh naivety and me just being ignorant and not knowing traits and not realizing that uh people particularly when i was young i used to be so naive at how people functioned and thinking that everybody was just as positive and as bubbly as me and realizing that a lot of people when you interact with with a lot of people is a ulterior motive for a lot of people their interaction with you is never pure their interaction with you is not to get to know you their interaction with you is what can i get out of you how can this relationship benefit me can this relationship get me to the next level you know or i'm here because i see you going to the next level so i want to be around you know and i had to learn those things over time it took a very long time for me to 
grasp and understand what some of these traits were yeah well the victim is a little different than just wanting to be around us i think they absorb energy too like and all that you know sympathy and the talking to them to provide for solutions that they're never going to use or they're always going to shoot down because the act of the complaining is the point right they they don't want to hear you say like well look man how about you try this or you know what if we you know what if i help you do this that shit is besides the point like then i'm what will i have to complain about then i I need to find something new to complain about the next day right and uh like i said i had family was like this and i call it as treat me as a soundboard i'm not your soundboard i'm not something here for you to pour your emotions into and me just actually just take it so i i do i scream phone calls i don't go around i'm real quick to be missing for three to six months and where you been busy i got a life but to be told i just don't want to be bothered with you because you're draining uh number three the controller these people obsessively try to control you and dictate how you're supposed to be and feel they have an opinion about everything they'll control you by invalidating your emotions when they don't fit into their own rule book they have to start sentences with you know what you need and then proceed to tell you you end up feeling dominated demeaned or put down uh how to protect yourself the secret to success is to never try to control a controller be healthy assertive but don't tell them what to do you can say i value your advice but really need to work through most myself be confident and don't play the victim yeah those people are annoying as fuck i think we all had these people mm-hmm. um at some period of time in our lives like you yes. don't even have to say you have a problem and they're just like this is what you need to do you know he's like oh okay uh <laughs> okay expert on my life right right uh um you should have said you know that kind of shit mm-hmm. um but uh and i think especially now in the age of social media where we all are giving our opinions and thoughts on everything like like when i said i had to step back from people and love people differently i put this shit on a t-shirt um at some point like that was a big move for me last year and and i mean i've been doing it for a long time but you gotta let people like what they like don't like what they don't like make the jokes they want to make take the things serious they're gonna make let people be hypocrites when they're gonna be hypocrites you know i i made a basically a rule to myself is like i govern the shit i say and do but outside of that like what the fuck you talk about on your page what people talk about on their you know in their lives in private what people even what even and up to the point where even when they talk about me if i'm not around it ain't my business Mm -mm. if they got some ruckus and they want to bring it to my face we can absolutely have it out and talk about it and figure something out but if, if you privately want to talk about some shit or you don't like some shit or you you know hey man that's on you i don't get to control the world and i don't want to control other people it's too much responsibility for one and two um they're humans i don't want nobody trying to control me either so if i you know if you um uh don't like the beyonce album you know all i got for you is jokes i don't have no serious oh, like he's getting b emojis i'm uh, i'm unfriending you you motherfucker how dare you you see people enjoying shit it, and it, you would do i'm, I'm like that serious dog maybe you just didn't like it and that's and that's absolutely a-okay i'm not gonna i have anything bad to say about you you know um but i think it took that we're not talking about issues of people's humanity Mm-mm. but just a lot of stuff where you would like your friends to agree with you but they not going to and it's okay 
right but the controlling people are like you better express this the way that i tell you to express it or else it's about me again um for the constant talker these people aren't interested in your feelings they're only concerned with themselves they wait for an opening to get a word in edgewise and or but it never comes you may wait for an opening but it never comes or they might physically move in so close that they're practically breathing on you they edge backwards you edge backwards but they step closer yeah honey i have got myself a strategy against people like that honey you get closer i step back i step back a lot of times i start cutting around corners like like literally start cutting around corners from people i have got myself i've got good escape uh uh strategies of people talk i stop tinkling with my phone to be like oh you know i gotta go use the bathroom anything honey i have mastered that you ain't gonna hold me hostage for 45 minutes yeah um i you know i've learned over time to just kind of hit those people with the yeah i gotta go over here uh by the way the, their their advice is to say hate to interrupt but i have to talk to these other people get an appointment meet and go to the bathroom i've done this uh, quite a few times um it's a more constructive tactic than saying keep quiet you drive me crazy <laughs> but yeah i've had to do this so many times because like people like that i'm a good listener but these kind of people actually don't care that you're listening they just want to talk correct and, and once you realize that they're not hearing shit you're saying and it's not actually a conversation mm-hmm. they might as well be talking to a brick wall mm-hmm. I, I will excuse myself because my time is precious come on don't waste it number five the drama queen oh it's the worst one like of all the ones the controller is terrible the victim is it's just a bore it sucks the narcissist is terrible but you know everything gotta be about them but nigga the drama queen my arch fucking nemesis <laughs> these people have a flair for for small incidents taking small incidents into off the chart dramas my patient sarah was exhausted when she hired a new employee who was always late one week he had the flu and almost died next his car was towed again each time this employee left the office sarah felt tired and used um uh how to protect yourself a drama queen can't draw energy from equanimity stay calm and take a few deep breaths this will help you not get caught up in the histrionics yes like this shit is like they always come to you with some we gotta do this person you won't believe what so-and-so said or did or like like we gotta ride on somebody every fucking day and that's when you look around and be like nigga it's you you always in a fight with the world what the fuck is wrong with you like where's this misery coming from like you can't never just sit still and be quiet for a little bit and be and have some solace for your motherfucking self every day you banging on somebody every day nigga it's you you wake up and you got a mission you need something to bang on someone to fight every day to keep you from thinking about the inadequacies within yourself and your own life and that shit is on you anyway uh set kind of firm limits say for example you must be on here you must be here on time to keep your job i'm sorry for all your mishaps but work comes first yeah it's that kind of shit where like say somebody like that that's showing up to work late if you were to be like hey man you gotta stop coming in late it's starting to uh mess up it's affecting my job now they will turn it into like oh i can't believe you would try to undermine me and my job i mean i'm just i told you traffic was bad and i was sick and my dog was late and my kid had homework and you still would do this what kind of workplace is it like right and then, that kind of person and then they wonder why 
people like them are why jobs start like policies where they do occurrences and all that they're like nah we ain't gonna argue with you we're just gonna give you an occurrence and get your ass out of here like we ain't got time for that yep i mean everybody knows these people we've all had these run-ins all right back to the the big list all right but energy vampires whoo lord how many of us have them hey impasse be, become replenished in, in nature um i yo i so the other day i was feeling uh kind of like just weird like not i wouldn't say down but just drank i was tired but not tired on some like oh i just need to go to sleep or oh, i you know some it was just tired like i just need to be somewhere peaceful for a second so i went to this restaurant and i ate outside it was one of the days we, we didn't do lunch mm-hmm. i think i even sent you a did i send you a picture from outside anyway mm-hmm. but I, I ate outside which i never fucking do because bugs and shit be outside ah, and then ah. i got and i got food right the, what they gonna they gonna want my shit anyway man i had a couple of drinks i listened to some music i read some comic books i ate outside um and um it was nice and kind of sunny but not too hot um the breeze was blowing and like as soon as i got up i just felt so much more recharged mm-hmm. like it's something i need to do more often because i go out and do shit by myself out of like you know the store or something like that but i very rarely go do something where i'm not doing shit and i've done this a few times this year like also i did it um that plan that that place i keep trying to take you back to that breakfast place that's it's really just okay but i want you to experience it okay anyway i sat outside when i went there you know same thing headphones doing a little light reading um you know eating my food chilling and both times like completely refreshed afterwards so i, I think it's some i think they're on to something i just i need to uh harness this a little bit better yeah um just because of you and your uh the type of personality that you have i could see you doing that more frequently just kind of going off and being to yourself uh because like i said even with me it's not that i'm a quote-unquote distraction but i know that sometimes um you just need that time where there's nobody around you yeah definitely it's it's different it's a different vibe it when is. it's myself like mm-hmm. uh if i go walking by myself and stuff uh that's better for me than you know not that there's anything wrong with walking with somebody else but is it you know is it i get being around another person is just my natural inclination to think about them and how everything i'm doing may may or may not affect them and you know and that's part of the weird thing about with the empathy and being an empath you are always constantly thinking about other people sometimes many times to your detriment because they ain't thinking shit about you and ain't nothing wrong and they're fine but you know i do this all the time are you okay all right you still straight all right cool all right i'm gonna go to the other room you know like i just but but like if i feel like i'm sensing anything i just want to double check you know i want to make sure that i wasn't the kind of person that walked by somebody in distress or somebody in need or somebody that had something they need to get off their chest and i just let it sit until they go well rod he's what an asshole he seen me in here feeling terrible and didn't say shit you know mm-hmm, yeah and like i said with me it's a little different i i like I said, i'm more laid back but yeah like i like to run by myself like that's really really peaceful because it's almost like you plug in your headphones and you can almost i kind of run walk but you can almost like zone everything out and just hear the beat and mm-hmm. you can just go on about your way and i'm to the point where sometimes headphones is an invitation for some people you go hey i got these headphones in for a reason but people want to stop and talk with you 
and i never realized how annoying that was until i started actually to you got me like the wireless headphones so a lot of times i constantly kind of constantly keep them plugged in to prevent pointless conversations uh another one empaths have highly tuned senses empaths nerves can get frayed by noises smell or excessive talking um i feel like i definitely pick shit up but i'm i I don't get bothered by by this kind of stuff i know other people do this so nine is probably the one that i'm like that's not me because i think i pick it up for sure but i'm not the like i know people that like a baby's crying in a theater or you know just there's a noise in the car saying it drives somebody fucking crazy i'm not that at all oh no no no, no. like i'll hear it and be like this is fine and i go to my patient place Mm-hmm. number 10 empaths have huge hearts but sometimes give too much empaths are big-hearted people try to relieve the pain of others a homeless person holding a cardboard i'm hungry sign at a busy intersection hurt child a distraught friend it's natural to want to reach out to these people and ease the pain but empaths don't stop there instead they take it on suddenly they're the one feeling drained upset when they felt fine before uh yeah i mean obviously i'm not um just out here stopping my car and helping motherfuckers on the side of the street like that but i'm definitely the kind of person that takes on other people's shit so you know even when i do want my friends to be able to come to me with shit but yeah we both gonna be in it afterwards mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like yeah we gonna be there together <laughs> like we both gonna be in it together at the end. uh whether i want to be or not this is like that the shit doesn't leave me now i'm thinking about your problems and you're you know you might have moved on you might have felt like i talked to you and that's all i needed to do and i'm good and i'm sitting here somewhere like who is gonna fix this you know (laughs) anyway i just thought that was interesting and we don't really you know always get to do stuff like that on the show um all right let's move on let's see what else we got here um guess we do some fucking with black people all right we haven't really done that fucked with a lot but go ahead what what we do that was fucking black people today oh the beginning of the show i just felt fucked with oh i hear you i mean i guess i could skip it i mean we don't have to because i know the list is long yeah i don't know how we gonna ever catch up on this list i know i know let's go ahead and do it because it was up to me we never cover it again so let's do it all right here we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe, we find different articles that make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred, intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Kanye West is back. Okay. He says uh, he defends his tmz slavery comments in the new york times interview okay i had the idea of sitting in something for 400 years i said the idea of sitting in something for 400 years sounds sounds like a choice to me i never said it is it's a choice i never said slavery itself like being shackled in chains was a choice that's why i went from slave to 400 years to mental prison to this and that if you look at the clip you see the way my mind works he continued by stating the whole experience on tmz was awesome because of the opportunity for growth i learned so much i learned about the context of the idea of the word slave i didn't take it in that context 
uh i didn't take it in that context i think that my personality and energy mirrors nat turner or it had in the past but that showed me that also that nat turner approach would land me in the same place nat turner landed and that i would be legendary but also just a martyr but i guess we're all martyrs eventually and we're all guaranteed to die when asked how you reframe his original statement uh west half ignored the question instead claimed responsibility for his actions while also defending his original yet still rather unclear point what i would say is actually it's literally like i feel i feel like i'm in court having justified robbery that i didn't actually commit well i'm having to somehow reframe something that i never said he told the times i feel stupid that to say out loud that i know that being put on the boat was but also i'm not backing down bro what i will do is i'll take responsibility for the fact that i allowed my voice to be used back to back in ways that were not protective of it when my voice means too much makes no sense what you just said uh hmm. um yeah I don't, I don't know i'm so confused yeah i'm not 100 sure like what he meant Mm-mm. with that uh that whole second part of that quote just Um. what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul yeah i i it's like he did want to apologize but he did want to double down but then he also and i do now i will say this and maybe this is my impasse speaking i do understand how he feels that the point he was making was not slavery itself is a choice i do understand like i know a lot of people will say they don't understand but i watched the interview in this con in this full context when it happened i get that the way his mind was ticking at that moment he really thought he was saying like uh mental slavery that occurred after physical slavery and black people just chose that part of it and we don't have to be stuck in that but also physical like he's saying like if he were to say prison or something that unified everybody that white people black people everybody goes through not just something specific as slavery or the holocaust he's basically trying to say i broke free of the thinking of uh the way that we are imprisoning ourselves in our minds the problem was his thoughts were not that his thoughts just reinforced a lot of shit that is exactly the prison that (laughs) mentally that they want a lot of black people in like he was he he did the same mistake uh, or maybe it's on purpose but the same thing a lot of black republican type people do is they say conservatism is this free thought but everything else isn't and they're the only ones that have accomplished free thought and left the plantation and da 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 and i can't give him no credit for that shit you know anyway zero to 100 confused um confused is not a number 75 there you go all right i would give it i think i'll give it a 
think i give it 75 that's a pretty good score i mean he already said it i didn't expect him to back down so Mm -hmm. it is him uh permit patty um who you got who y'all know from calling fake calling the police on an eight-year-old girl according to herself uh her business goes down in flames after calling the cops on the eight-year-old black girl oh i love this song a story about a white woman who called the police on an eight-year-old black girl for illegally selling water without a permit in san francisco california quickly went viral over the weekend costing the woman an entrepreneur herself to lose several business relationships by monday Ooh, it works so fast don't it work fast don't you love when that karma is on your ass just karma before you can even get out the Ooh, oh that is my jam mm. black twitter csi was like um who are our sponsors can you pull me up a list of her sponsors real quick let's go ahead and tear her business relationships to the fucking ground you know what her business was it selling selling weed not selling weed but selling cannabis to pets oh i remember you saying that the pets dog the fucking unmitigated gall of your barely legal ass fresh business you know what i mean that's a remix business that ain't even some like are we even sure that's okay yet have they even made laws for or against that i don't know did she have a permit or she must not have had one pet pop i mean pet pot you're selling pot to pets and you're sitting around trying to police a fucking eight-year-old little black girl okay um so yeah um she is she she since said she was only pretending and all this other shit though whatever it is ironic that uh etel an entrepreneur herself uh would call the police on a budding one but in a city that highly favors entrepreneurship uh since stories gone viral some marijuana related businesses have reportedly stopped conducting business with her the apothecarium says like many of you we are learning about the situation with treat well in real time today we are deeply concerned with what we've learned and have decided to discontinue our relationship with treat well we will be selling our remaining stock at a discount and we'll donate the profits um uh to support young women entrepreneurs come on um bpg also will no longer carry treat well health product line in our store profits from our remaining inventory will be donated to a charity that supports young women entrepreneurs um yep as a result of the news uh inc published a piece based in the 2016 interview that she did which paints her as an invalid entrepreneur karen Etel also made several sweeping claims about how well her business was doing and how doctors and nurses are sending us patients and now i'm starting to educate some of those doctors and nurses although she had no medical training what you nigga mm-hmm. you gonna have the nerve to pick up the phone and call on the little baby mm-hmm. you because you didn't think there was any consequences or repercussions you you didn't think nobody was going to investigate you she ain't got no training but the little black girl needed a permit to sell bottled water on the street mm-hmm. you are selling literal drugs my man and uh uh the little girl was raising money to go to disney world right 
and somebody heard about it probably through black twitter csi and bought that baby four tickets to disney world of course they did of course they did um yeah black twitter csi donation yeah um yeah anyway we're glad the little girl got to go to um disneyland she got four tickets right she was mm-hmm. I, and when i seen it i started crying because i was like oh my god that little girl was selling water to go disney where are you fucking with this little girl mm-hmm. she's trying to go to the greatest place on earth and you trying to ruin it for her remember when we had that uh guest the race on here where i played the lemonade um the i think it's country time lemonade literally had a youtube ad about um kids selling lemonade and helping them get permits so they could sell it so they wouldn't be sued and and you know harassed mm-hmm. and all those kids were white come on like this is the fuck i'm talking about anyway i'm glad that uh it worked out for old girl but a hundred a mm-hmm. hundred the the yeah. nerve of you the the yeah and because you didn't think anybody was going to investigate you and realize that you didn't have your shit together you could have kept it pushing it could have kept on setting your dog and get high treats right and nobody would have known mm-hmm. could have been over here selling that fucking perina kush or whatever the fuck it's called making money you fucked up your money not minding your goddamn business and imagine and i hate if she had employees that's a wrap for them too now they got to go find other jobs right who wanna i mean who wanna work for that though um a raging white woman assaults a black boy at a pool and then bites the cop who came to arrest her a racist south carolina woman accosted uh black teens at a community pool slapping one boy with a camera using racial slurs and telling the teens they didn't belong she's now facing assault charges name is stephanie sebi strimple okay no relation to dr sebi i guess um of course get out now there's three numbers i could dial 911 okay get out little punks get that playing the hits huh they love that i could dial 911 don't they right it's a motherfucking customer service hotline it's not a customer service hotline that must be their favorite wyclef song someone please call 911 tell them that there's niggers here <laughs> and some other brown people um yeah so then she's now facing third degree assault and two counts of assault beating a wound in a police officer while resisting arrest the latter charges stem from the fact that when authorities came to arrest her for the pool incident she assaulted two sheriff's detectives she allegedly pushed one detective into a wall injuring his knee and bit a second one on the arm breaking the skin she's 38 years old she told a 15 year old black teen that he and his friends didn't belong at the pool and had to leave the pool what does that mean Under why don't i belong authority? you see all these little white kids in the background in the fucking pool but, but, bitch you probably don't even work there what are we talking about the boy was staying at a friend's house in a plant in a planned community and was told he could go swimming at the pool where he encountered her uh yeah you know what this is in that community she feels like 
that pool is for the kids in that community and they must be white kids the black kid was visiting his friend went to the pool where he's allowed to as a visitor right and she decided that no blacks at the pool y'all y'all don't belong here because i and i decided mm-hmm. yeah what are, what are the property people to be like ma'am ma'am get, get, ma'am you can't do this all right where's the lifeguard a hundred by the way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um here's another one racial profiling at its finest a white man uses a suv to block a black doctor from entering gated community where she lives Mm -hmm. plot twist she lives there a black doctor coming home from a late night shift was greeted by an ugly face of racism after a white man uses suv to block her from entering the gated community where she lived has lived for about how long you think she lived there karen five years eight years Wow. eight years imagine i live in my fucking community for eight years and you decide on a random goddamn wednesday i can't come home because you said you don't work there you ain't fucking neighborhood security you just decided as a white man i'm calling your card there's no way a black woman lives here um yeah uh part of the nearly 30 minute exchange is captured on camera a, poli- a police report indicates that nenega ogocha um stated that she was attempting to enter the buckhead townhome community after just coming off an overnight shift when another property owner stopped her at the gate entrance she said he parked his car under the gate arm and refused to move forward to let her in despite her repeated requests he got out the car threatened to call police on me because i was trespassing she said the video recording taken at the scene this is racial profiling at its finest uh 11 alive reached out to atlanta police about the incident they said the officers responded to the address of two separate calls related to the dispute he called the police so i called the police as well come on everybody gonna call him she told the police he would not let her in due to the fact he didn't believe that she lived there he accused her of tailgating his car to try to get in like oh you try to get in without your pass you just gonna drive on in here in the video gocha can be seen walking up to his suv upset about the incident are you serious do you know what you are doing you are racially profiling uh natisha lance who's uh works for the news station spoke to gocha uh wednesday about the june 18th incident she said she was infuriated and recorded the video because she didn't think anyone would believe her if she said someone used a car to block for the blocker from getting home right uh absolutely think it was racially motivated gocha explained when they when this altercation was going on what went through my mind was that this guy could do absolutely anything to me could shoot me dead on the spot because he was trying to protect the neighborhood and property and people would make up stories later girl you know you right uh at the police arrived at the scene the man eventually did move his vehicle she said the officer spoke with both of them the man told them that there had been robberies in the area isn't there always isn't it funny how there's love alive and well is our campaign to keep you healthy our campaign to keep you healthy isn't it funny that there's always robberies in the area there's always crime but you don't stop the gate for the white person it's always one of us it's as if we are the crime oh yeah our presence is a crime like what's the crime dog why mm-hmm. what are you doing your black ass that's the crime uh he said there's robberies in the area people have been stealing ac units this black woman she gonna steal some ac units y'all you know how fucking heavy your AC unit is? Very, very heavy. She's gonna throw it in the back of the car. Uh, 
they asked the president of the home owner association whether there's any truth to that they said they had no knowledge of hvac robberies but said regardless it would not excuse the man's behavior exactly oh fake ass batman uh she used her gate code entry code to open it to demonstrate to the officer she lived there when she the officer arrived the gentleman proceeded to say once again i was trespassing on the property and said actually sir i do i said actually sir i do uh i use my gate clicker to click the gate open and it was at that point where she said sir you see she actually does live here uh agosha said the man told the officer he owned the property in the community he owned property in the community but resides in roswell he don't even live there Mm-mm. no he don't live there she continued to say that in the current climate in which two men were allegedly profiled inside of starbucks several other examples people feel emboldened to act upon their biases yeah in this country well we all let this motherfucker get elected mm-hmm. i'm sure people do feel a certain way about who belongs to places now um they do whatever they want to do because there are no repercussions she said i know that things like this happen all the time and i'm not going to accept that uh, i'm not going to exempt like i'm not exempt like that so i'm not surprised no charges were filed in the incident but she told 11 alive she believes the man should face some sort of consequences and now considering taking legal action against him yes fuck him yep hope you win uh zero to 100 nigga you don't live here bitch you don't live here yeah that's not trying to find it so you probably couldn't have fucking afford where the fuck she was living mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. all right i'll do another one uh penn mayor pennsylvania mayor urges cops to blast black protesters with water cannon in misspelled racist rant oh shit not misspelled mm-hmm. uh karen Pacconi, the mayor of pittsburgh oh, come on karen yep i wonder what her potato salad tastes like the mayor of pittsburgh suburb Nasty. arnold shared a viral leaks video on her account that showed black rioters being sprayed with water hoses and a photo of teenage civil rights demonstrators being hosed by firefighters 55 years ago in Birmingham, alabama yeah fire keep in mind for the next story firefighters right mm-hmm. firefighters arm of the state violence against black uprising mm-hmm facebook post was made in response to an ongoing protest on the police of the police shooting the 17 year old antoine uh antoine rose jr who was killed june 19th by police officer michael rossfield while fleeing the traffic stop yep shot him in the back and killed the unarmed uh kid uh i'm posting this so the authorities everywhere sees this bringing bring the hoses they don't care about jobs for pgh none of them work now that's how they can do this at 7 a.m very sad sounds almost like a trump tweet don't it almost verbatim if i told you trump said that how many people would be like yep that was him she called on law enforcement to blast protesters with water cannon misspelling cannon she told the tv station she had no comment when she got caught the um but then said to about herself the mayor didn't post those did you speak in third person about your fucking self uh slightly more than 25 percent of their 5,000 residents are black uh 25 wow that's actually a lot and other city officials were shocked by the mayor's call for state sanctioned violence against civil rights protesters um so yeah zero to 100 100 did they refuse like they was like no nah, we ain't doing that i mean i don't know if they did it or not i mean they clearly didn't do it but i mean 100 right 
now let's go to the next story oakland residents called the cops on a uniformed black firefighter conducting yard inspections how the fuck <laughs> call the fire department to get the niggers oh my god that nigger has on a fire department suit get him how can both things exist in the same place they can how do you hate us that bad oh they want to eradicate us i tell people that you know people actually need to pay attention because truth be told they just want brown people's rights stripped you know he's inspecting your home they don't give a fuck your home is less safe because you call the police on a man doing his job to protect your house from burning the fuck up they rather burn down some white people so they rather die before they allow a black person to help assist them did you think he was the trickiest nigger of all time this nigger's got a he's clever i'll give him that he's clever stole a firefighter uniform a hose and a truck <laughs> i don't know what he was planning on doing going around the neighborhood inspecting houses but that nigger's up to something call the police he doesn't belong here 911 what happened when they showed up it was like uh he's doing his job i like to report a costume nigger on the premises and no it's not a halloween joke mm-hmm. i don't know if he's stripping or what but you need to get out of here okay because uh clearly this guy's packing some hoes if you know what i mean <laughs> all right let me go to the bonus i mean let me go to the next section <laughs> bonus give me a second guys shit it feels like the bonus round i'm racist right that's so like you have one woman that's like fire people are the only people that can protect us from the angry black riders we need to get the motherfucking fire department and fuck these black people up meanwhile across the country uh there's a, a black man trying to do his job as a fire person and she's out here like uh yeah uh can the cops come get this nigga okay i'd rather my house burn up please and that's what you're saying uh kevin moore was carrying a radio and a clipboard as he conducted yearly vegetation inspections when a neighbor called police to report him as suspicious his colleague his colleague megan bryan was also serving may 16 when she got a call from the 911 dispatcher asking where the firefighters are doing the checks and she knew why the caller was alarmed which angered her right i knew that he was the one on that street brian said pointing out that white firefighters were never reported as suspicious i wonder why i wonder why karen why why, what do you think the difference is between uh this firefighter who has been called the the white people are calling saying it's suspicious that he is out here in my backyard and uh the white people that are firefighters that had no one called what do you think the difference is he's a docky okay it's obvious he's doing an inspection said vince crudel of the oakland fire department kevin's wearing his blue wool firefighter pants he's got a radio and a department jacket and a shirt on probably hot as hell too you know he's sweating right another resident emailed home security footage earlier that day to a community liaison officer who then forwarded the footage to the fire department official who oversees inspections someone was in my backyard there's a nigga he had a fire hose and a and a hat and a helmet like everything he was wrong two dalmatians was with him 
I don't think it was breaking in. <laughs> oh man, if I was if I was him and I drove the truck, boy, you know how slow I would be if I got a call from this house. Oh, we're gonna take this scenic route. Let it burn. Can right. we go faster than no we cannot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, if this motherfucker oh my, my dog is trapped inside it, it'll be the house from this is this is us as far as i was concerned your ass would be motherfucking in there about to die they got, i go to turn on the siren it'll sound like this take a black one to move me give me the hell away from this tv think i won't be doing three miles an hour down the street kevin why we ain't gonna turn on the siren nigga this is what we listening to today all the news and views are beneath me so you said it's the johnson house right the johnson house with the footage mm-hmm. about it's not swinging out about gang putting each other's head out so i rather kick some slang out all right fellas let's go let it burn y'all want some to eat yeah <laughs> right kevin seriously you got it this is unprofessional you have to stop turn that music down Hang out. Uh, i will turn it i'll turn it down okay just long enough to do this uh let me get a uh, number two <laughs> y'all want something it's on me <laughs> we got we can go inside if y'all want okay i know y'all got special orders we got the lights on i know i know it's a shame ain't it get the fuck out of my mean, face everybody moved at the drive-thru that's right they did didn't they mm-hmm. yep i mean we they can actually get back in front of us come on if they won't do you they know, have to move man I'm, I'm okay with 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 them getting back in front of us i don't want I anybody not to get served today make them make be like i want a cheeseburger no cheese <laughs> fuck the orders all up i want hand cut french fries <laughs> I want potato tots. They were like, we ain't got potato tots. I'll wait for you to go to the Harris Teeter across the street and fry. Oh, wait. That's actually the wrong song. I don't know why I can't find the song I was looking for. Ah. Ah, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, y'all know what the, I was going to play that song. Um, fire. Yes. <laughs> that's how Earth Running Fire. Got me yearning, burning, I think yearning. that's Earth Fire. <laughs> I'll forget who made it uh uh that's how the fuck it was gonna sound oh somebody said ohio players yeah ohio players yeah that's how the fuck i i didn't see it on my own spotify but nigga that's what the fuck it'll sound like when i roll down the street and your shit smoking in the background i I will arrive on the scene jamming (laughs) looking (laughs) looking completely moisturized dancing and shit Mm -hmm. like y'all got to be man so fucking yeah i i'll i'll roll up like this to the uh to the scene Oh, you sure took your sweet time getting here. Somebody got an emergency. 
yeah uh y'all need some help hold on uh let me finish this popeyes real quick <laughs> sir is that taco bell in your car oh yeah we made two stops on the way over here i want to watch your house burn on a full stomach you racist motherfuckers <laughs> ridiculous come on racism is so stupid somebody say they gotta go and they say play some usher let it burn right <laughs> <laughs> gotta let it burn gotta let it burn yes the roof the roof the roof is on fire you don't need no water let the motherfucker burn burn racist nigga burn racist. come on like i want party on your house you racist son of a bitch man uh, oakland firefighter it's oakland too like it's niggas out there what do y'all what you even surprised they're trying to push them all out the area uh 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 the resident pointed to moore's athletic shoes as evidence of an imposter can you imagine i'm well, supposed to wear galoshes they need to move around they ain't not actually putting out a fire bitch also they wear sneakers all the time they don't yeah. all have fireman boots no they don't i think it's one of them dress codes like they do at the club people would have tims on it would be like uh he was walking around in some athletic boots if you know what i mean i mean bitch it's probably over 100 degrees out there and he's in this hot ass shit he got a radio that you keep hearing chirping right (laughs) kind of fucking just racist because they probably communicate with each other on that bitch right you're a terrible thief with that loud ass uh communicated you got by the way moore said he had knocked on the door and announced himself as a firefighter before stepping into a yard with no had no gate nothing and no impossible vegetation hazards in his paperwork he turned around to find a resident uh recording video of him as he finished up he kind of startled me he says well what are you doing here i said we're here doing our annual vegetation inspection then he asked for id i say no problem takes a picture of my id and says i need to get a different one i've had that id for years it's kind of dark and i'm more of a dark-skinned black guy but you can still see me more told the suspicious resident to look across the street at the big red fire engine parked across the street and the resident eventually stopped questioning him about his identity started making excuses for his vegetation problems well you know it used to be a lot easier to plant these tomatoes when we had you guys you know doing your thing for us that for free you know so it's just been a it's just been very hard to get out here and prop everything up you know to put them on stakes and stuff when uh we don't have the extra help if you know what i'm saying in the backyard that we used to have anyway you have a good one good luck with the fires brian said he she will pair up with more during future yard inspections because she's worried about his safety right somebody come up with a gun and shoot him she said it shouldn't be a black person's responsibility to sue the fears of racist white people it's our work to do with other white people uh to check our implicit biases and racism it's not fair to him it's actually not safe for him to be going into these backyards due to the socio-political climate mm, they got a woke-ass fire department i do like that anyway zero to a hundred Oh, 100. That's definitely 100, guys. That's ridiculous. Uh, um, 100, like that fire gonna be on 100 degrees. You waiting on my black ass. Mm-hmm. I'll let your motherfucking house be ashes when the time you show up. They were like, woo, am I too late there? Woo, <laughs> it didn't burn down, did it? <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> 
Sir, why didn't you show up in your fire truck? You actually drove to my house in a car. Oh, I'm just here though. I'm just here as a civilian. Right. <laughs> right. They'd be like, um, uh, what happened to the water? Oh, I had to take the water to put the hose out because the hose was kind of smoking. Mm. Oh, I showed all. Oh, I got to go back for the hose. I can't believe I drove 30 minutes across town. And I forgot to. Oh, man. Oh, damn. Well, I will be right back. Right. Oh, man. Man, bikinis. It's, it's going to be awesome, y'all. Anybody got a water hose? Maybe I can use that to help. Oh, no. Nobody's got a water. Oh, man. Oh, oh well. y'all going to miss the wet t shirt contest. Mm, I guess I'll just sit out here by the by this unused uh fire hydrant listen to eat my ring eat my wings and listen to my music uh excuse me y'all can get out my face y'all y'all interrupting my music and i can't see the fire from here excuse me come on excuse me thank you thank you um oh pass it that cage sparkle ma'am can you stop screaming for your uh pets trapped inside uh i can't hear the ohio you're, players you're fucking up a vibe okay you're fucking up a vibe i can't hear the ohio players over this Hey, that's what's happening to y'all that's what's happening to y'all right now y'all burning yearning burning probably yearning for some water but no but you're not are you you're not getting none all right let's move on uh i guess we can do some guest erase before we get out of here um let me see here oh did we do guest erase yesterday i think we did you know what let's do something different let's do uh uh no let's do guest erase that's more fun let's do guest erase do some hassle fun now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time but it pimp that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and everyone playing this races <clears throat> all right let's see what's going on um how about this one a new jersey couple celebrates their 50th wedding anniversary at burger king Mm-hmm. Is that why y'all met or some shit? Home of the Whopper. The only thing I eat from there, and that's really. Have it your way. Mm-hmm. I got a chicken sandwich from that the other day. Was it good? It was all right. It was a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. It's not as good as uh the king of the spicy chicken sandwiches, and we all know who that is. Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Followed yeah. closely by... Uh, now it's kind of close but i would probably go chick-fil-a i'm sorry my gay friends and um maybe or maybe jack in the box for a second but i normally just only go to uh wendy's for that spicy chicken it's so good yeah uh ain't burger king the, the home of the chicken fries yeah and the cheese the mac and cheese fries all that nasty they, shit making shit up uh new jersey couple celebrates 50th wedding anniversary at burger king 
this happened in matawan new jersey they was out here in these streets um celebrating with the cane you gotta know how to treat them you know that's what i always say apparently so she can never say you didn't know how to treat her Mm. it's a decade-long tradition uh and they capped it off with their 50th wedding anniversary they got married june 22nd 1968 and said it all began after they were running late for a show on their first wedding anniversary and stopped at the restaurant for a quick bite thus the 49 year old ritual was born they've been doing this for 49 years wow y'all almost really like burger king and this and not because it was planned but because they were running late to a show they stopped at burger king it was like we're gonna stop here every year now the couple was welcomed by cheerful family members during this year's celebration their local burger king in matawan they have two children and six grandchildren consisted of quadruplets and twins good god their daughter tracy gorelzinko said the wedding anniversary at the fast food train had overlapped with other milestones in the past including her high school graduation can you imagine what y'all doing for graduation going to burger king burger king why it's my parents wedding anniversary and fucking burger king <laughs> right <sighs> Don't i mean me i mean not the chinese buffet not golden growl you know somewhat no way this shit was cute back then while most of my friends dined at fine restaurants with their family i kept it a secret from the other kids we ate eat at burger king for I my graduation did. Mm-hmm. i missed their golden anniversary celebration the couple also offered advice for maintaining a healthy marriage for five decades which they did not quote let's see if it's is it in the article what the fuck they do have a video but now the video doesn't want to play this is all horrible this is all ended terribly guess the race of these people care oh this is 100 percent white karen's gonna go with white all right uh let me ask the chat room what they believe this adorable couple what their race is extra mayo <laughs> put some swiss cheese on that whopper white 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 people what? shit white even got a special golden crispy chicken anniversary song from mary j blige black oh. uh what's in the chicken wrap extra mayo sapiens wonder bread sticking to those old white traditions like burger king and lynching oh high ass life expectancy and disposable income make for boring golden anniversary celebration white caucasian white it's fries and onion rings tonight white yeah girl get you that extra cheese okay the correct answer is white oh somebody did say black though minerva at the last second ruined her chances and said and one more other person said black return of the mac and cheese black so someone said didn't john edwards and his wife do the same thing uh that cheating ass son of a bitch who knows what he did for his wife in this wasn't his wife like some type of billionaire heiress and shit till he fucked that up oh no that nigga ain't talking about no let's go to burger king girl Mm-mm-mm. men are trash even presidential candidates sometimes um i'm sorry you better not take me no burger king for anniversary not for i mean i don't mind burger king but not for no anniversary Mm-mm. no i'll take you to arby's 
like mm-hmm. a real woman because you love mm-hmm. arby's remember mm-hmm. remember when she told y'all she loved arby's on this very program i love arby's we never go you know how many times i always no. take it to arby's y'all sometimes i offer i offer like at least once a month i say baby you want to go to arby's real quick no mm-hmm. she sounds disgusted why because fucking arby's she lied to y'all we got the meats the way she lied the same way she lied to start this program we got talking about i'll be walking in there you watching this shit again she lies all the time and y'all let her do it because she called y'all baby at every sentence that's how i feel i feel like i'm being judged feel feelings and facts stay y'all stay woke try and help y'all a man was arrested for taking pictures under a woman's skirt in mansfield what mm-hmm mm-hmm that's uh probably illegal some places some places some places it's not yeah we we learned in some places it is not mm-hmm. a man was arrested for taking pictures of a woman's skirt after he warned her that someone was taking pictures of her skirt oh somebody <laughs> Somebody take a pictures of your skirt, ma'am. <laughs> That's how that went. Then his flash went off. I know she, what is what is happening here? It's me. <laughs> yes. The cop the, the picture is coming from inside the pants. Yeah, right what he went the police responded to they responded to a walmart the woman told police she was shopping but she was approached by the suspect who told her that his wife saw another man taking pictures of her skirt while she wasn't looking the suspect then told the woman that he was going to get his wife but he never returned the woman then told walmart staff who they reviewed surveillance video it was determined that the man who had warned the woman was actually the suspect in the incident uh, the su- uh, uh, his foolproof plan the surveillance video showed the man appearing to photograph the woman up her skirt detectives also recognized suspect in the video from another case involving the same man who was later identified identified as timothy mccullough mccullough oh. was previously arrested two weeks ago for attempted kidnapping what he jumped out of the bushes at a 15 year old girl and it was believed he was trying to abduct her oh he's doing a textbook game jump out of the bush what do you think he was gonna do with that little girl take pictures of her skirt apparently okay all right well you have a much different mind than i do uh mccullough was arrested friday before invasive for invasive video recording his body set at fifteen thousand dollars he's also a registered sex offender oh stemming from a 2006 sexual assault on a 12 year old girl when he was when he was 18 years old in arkansas but karen thinks he was just going to take some pictures of the 15 year old uh guess the race of timothy mccullough oh why i was just joking why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let me check the chat room caucasian and bold nasty ass old white man lock his ass up and throw away the key white still out in these in them streets white picture of privilege white why his white ass not in jail white kodak black just kidding he white white chester the molester make america nasty again white <laughs> wesley pipes don't take that slogan and for his porn comeback he's he's not the man i thought he was uh uh also sit in footage about f- f- a fireman inspected the yard white 
and white man on his white man he free he white the correct answer is and everybody uh guessed the same thing for this one you're all wrong he's black black as the ace of spades wow yep mm-hmm black racism went against me mm-hmm he got you yeah he did got all y'all too everybody was convinced that was a white man right he was probably trying to look at some asses because the ass man because it's black all right last one let's do the uh him and Stephen a smith apparently huh? <laughs> i'm a bottom feeder mm-hmm. what no, can i no say wrong with booties. you don't want to have a problem with your taint double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the racism in the bonus round against the race so far everybody is one and one just about and minerva's 0 for 2 okay let's see if they make it up in the bonus round all right a man 20 sprinkles cocaine over a nashville police officer's head to destroy the evidence what i have heard of sprinkles of crack on a suspect never heard of sprinkle some crack on the cops that's a new one a nashville man has been arrested after he sprinkled cocaine over the head of a police officer and attempted to dispose of the evidence antonio freeman one of he's related to aaron rand i hope not was stopped on a downtown nashville street on tuesday after officers say they spotted him rolling a marijuana joint according to the affidavit when they approached the 20 year old attempted to hide the blunt by putting the papers in the marijuana in his left pocket they bizarre then bizarrely in front of all three officers he removed a clear bag of cocaine from the same pocket crushed the bag in his hand and sprinkled the drug over the head of officer ryan caulfield and into the air oh you can look crack you can look crack you can look crack too a down south cocaine dealer trying to get away from the police <laughs> we've all seen this before <laughs> freeman was arrested at the scene charged with drug offenses uh they salvaged around 2.5 grams of cocaine found and found a set of scales in his pocket shit and a pill bottle with marijuana residue near his genitals what what was he doing smoking off his dick yep ain't no shame in his game apparently it ain't he was arrested at the scene and charged with drug aff- aff- uh, offenses uh da, da, da. 
oh he's currently being held on five thousand dollars bond on charges of possession with a schedule for drug unlawful use of drug paraphernalia tampering with evidence he's doing court next month guess the race of antonio freeman antonio is black let's check the chat room see what they believe um uh pour some no sugar on me white sprinkle me baby e40 black this nigga hustling backwards the 21 savage black he 21 he threw cocaine in the air like lebron throw a chalk black three uh sprinkle me sprinkle me man (laughs) e40 made me do it white white freeman is no longer free man black dj just trying to make that money for the rent black black okay let us know black black superfly music must be black the correct answer is and you know what you all got it black Wait, one person said white, right? Yeah. A white Antonio Freeman? How'd you miss that? There's a white Freeman? A white Antonio Freeman at that. Like, what the fuck, man? You must have, like, you missed the free square and bingo with that shit. (laughs) How did you possibly blow that? Not the free square. Damn. Antonio Freeman fucking up all right sore ratchet this time (laughs) even sean king shaking his head at the idea of a white antonio freeman oh that is too far-fetched (laughs) uh all right sword time new york police department port richmond man attacked a neighbor with a sword previously arrested for a separate attack oh uh staten island new york a port richmond man was arrested sunday morning accused with attacking his neighbor with a sword michael cod 63 approached 51 year old nicholas avenue his neighbor who was busy with yard work around 11 22 a.m with the weapon drawn and cut his left hand next time i'm gonna kill you he said oh okay the victim of the alleged attack was transported to richmond university medical center in west brighton where he was treated for his injuries this wasn't Kai's first time being accused in a neighborly attack january 7 2017 Kai tackled a different neighbor following a dispute about his property lines okay he was found guilty of attempted assault on december 22nd in relation to that incident according to court records Kai was issued a year-long conditional discharge and an order of protection was issued for the victim in that incident Kai's attorney in that incident yan katznelson said he was unaware of his client's latest arrest and declined further comment police charged Kai with assault menacing and harassment the police spokesman said on sunday's incident he'd not been yet arraigned sunday night Mm-mm-mm. all right guys we'll be back probably tomorrow depending on how i feel but the goal is to be back and uh finish off the week maybe do some white people news and stuff like that some fun stuff yes all right until tomorrow i love you i love you too